Okay, welcome back to the Inklecast. This week we're going to talk about stopping points. I'm Tom. I'm Joe. I'm John. So first, I guess we should probably explain what a stopping point is. Um, I don't know if it's a term that we've made up or whether we heard it somewhere, but mm-hmm. in my head, a stopping point is um, where a game explicitly gives you um, like a point where it's okay to put the controller down. So it's basically the exact opposite of what Civ does, where it just totally flows on its own. There's never any point where the game says, "Do you want to take a break?" Yeah. So would you say it has to be? Would you say it has to be explicit or? Does it just have to have some kind of chapter structure or so some I, kind it of... It doesn't have to be explicit, no. it? There's not a sign on screen, but, like, it's clearly... <laughs> you may now put your controller down. <laughs> yeah. Step away from the console. <laughs> but, it, but it, you know, the design can still signal very, very strongly sure, yeah. that yeah. this is valid. But I think the interesting thing is that's not the same thing as a checkpoint, right? Running through a door and having it go ping isn't a stopping point even no. though it's a stopping point because you've just entered a new room there's stuff to do sure I mean it's Whereas, better than stopping halfway through but right it's... exactly but but reaching a bonfire in Tomb Raider is definitely a stopping point it pops up a UI Lara sits down it says this this is fine if you if you turn mm. off now and you turn back on she'll still be here yeah no, it's like you've put her in a safe place mm. definitely that's interesting because there's a lot of games that have explicit kind of chunking or chaptering like you have act one act two act three but and you see the kind of the titles that come up saying you're now entering Act Two, but then it'll almost always immediately go into a cutscene or just show the entry to the scene. Mm. I'm kind of thinking about like um, old point-and-click adventure games like Monkey Island or something. They sh- they pop up a screen saying this is the next chapter, but like you said, you just get chucked straight and into the next scene. Also, I'm, when you were saying that, I was thinking about Uncharted, which mm. is exactly that flow as well. And mm. that, there, it's really irritating because like you're, you're playing and it's one o'clock in the morning. You think I really want to go to bed, and then you hit the start of the next chapter. And you think, oh, I finished one. Oh, but now there's a cutscene playing, mm. and mm. you have that thing of well, if I turn it off without watching the cutscene, will it play the cutscene again, or will it skip it when I come back, or will I even lose my progress? Because it's waiting to, till the, the end, end of, of the cutscene, which, which is normally a good thing to say after a cutscene. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, and and I feel that that's is that an oversight in the design of Uncharted? So it's, it's definitely awkward leaving that game. Like I always worry mm-hmm. that I'm going to lose my progress like, every sort of, single time I quit. The reason I wanted to talk about this because I feel that it's a sort of um, a sort of product of modern game design that games try to get you to play for as long as possible. Like that, they rarely will put stopping points in, especially in AAA games. And there's a lot of sandboxes around, mm. and I guess it's all dripped out of that. I mean, no, as a game designer, I think yeah, I would, I would always have the tendency to try to to remove the stopping points because it's so risky, right? Like yeah. you, yeah. you feel like you've only got a budget of like three or four play se- sessions, maybe on mobile especially. Like people usually don't play more than three or four 20-minute play st- sessions on a mobile game. And that's actually quite good. Like that's that's quite a good number mm. um, for a mobile game. And so when so for, for 80 days, for example, everything's about kind of pacing you through to reach the end. And when you reach the end, we chuck you straight into a new journey. Uh, mm, <laughs> and that's yeah. not explicitly about getting you to play for more than one hour or something it's just about trying to keep a flow yeah, going exactly the, the 80 days ending is purely to say look we really do intend you to want to travel around the world again yeah. it's not yeah. that we don't want people to have to think of that we want the game to say explicitly you should be doing this even yeah. though the reality of course is you probably want to put the game down and go exactly. and cup of tea or whatever yeah 
But then maybe 80 days has natural stopping points just at each city. You know, you arrive at a city and... Um, and then, you, yeah, you don't yeah. explore it and then yeah. you do the exploration and then you, then you can turn it off. Yeah. Mm. I'd also argue it's probably a platform thing. I think games on iOS are much easier to put down than a console or PC game. Yeah, it takes a long time true. to load. There's a lot more investment. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. very... Like I'll commonly pick up my phone, play five minutes, put it down not even think about it like quit basically wherever because it's so easy to pick back up and mm. there's that always saving i mm. guess thing about ios that hasn't mm. quite carried That's over a default yet. assumption that you can just pick up the game from exactly where you were yeah, yeah. i, love I absolutely love that and i find it so frustrating that you can use exactly the same design on a pc game and yet people don't like it because that they need to explicitly be told, because of the paradigm on PC, that the game is cons- consistently saving all the time, because otherwise they feel like it's not saving at all, yeah, which is exactly. such a shame. Yeah, people add, ask for like a save button in 80 days. You're like, yeah. honestly, you don't know how paranoically some yeah, games yeah. tend to save. They save all the time. Though we did have a bug on Android last week where it wasn't saving, but that's, by the way, we fixed but, that. But yeah, well, we, did, we did have to put a, a menu, we had to put in the menu um, when it last saved. So when you press the escape button in 80 days, it tells you you're safe. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yes, uh, I remember chatting about that for ages, yeah, trying yeah. to work yeah. out how and people And it's, it's funny, like, it's yeah. funny those kind of problems that you have to solve when you go from mobile to PC. Mm. I think it's really important from a pacing point of view. I think that's why it matters so much to me that a game has a moment where it feels like, okay, I'm I'm done with this bit like if there's a nice climax of the scene you're in and mm. then it tones down you think okay this is a great place to stop but if you stop in the middle of the action you're ruining not just this playthrough but also the mm. next one because you're starting in the middle of mm. something and then so, you're missing out because you're not getting the yeah absolutely you're not but getting the, the correct experience and like the way that films perhaps not so much anymore but certainly were originally built in an act structure which has an explicit pause like mm. there is a fade to black between act one and act two of most oldish films even though no audience member particularly realises that this is Act 1 and Act 2. But they no, well, they often, for really old films, they do because there's an intermission. Right, yeah, mm. OK, exactly. But that, that, that habit of having only one fade to black in the entire film and it's in the midpoint mm. is, is something that films have actually kept for a lot longer than having to have intervals in the right. cinema. Right, yeah. Um, because it just became part of the language that the creators of films were using, even though yeah. the audience of films wasn't paying any attention to it at all, yeah. particularly. Like, as a kid, I had no idea this was going on. Mm. But there was always that sense, maybe, that that it was okay to have a stopping point because, yeah, everyone needed to relax a little bit. But there was enough up in the air that you could be reasonably confident people were going to come back. I feel like with that's... games, I wonder if the problem is that because you're on a loop, when you get to a stopping point, your brain is saying, when I pick this up, it'll be more of the damn same rather than the next interesting thing what's mm. the new thing yeah. well, I, but I, feel like, I feel like films are a completely different case, though, because I think those those kind of fade to black they are just punctuation in the film they're not actually meant to be stopping points yeah like when you take home the dvd or you watch it on tv you can stop but that's not how it's been designed that's not what the creator is doing has that momentum behind it anyway yeah and and, or like you're going to the cinema you're not going to go home halfway through you know yeah like that's the way it's been designed i think Um, yeah or maybe books is a better example yeah yeah like you know the classic bestseller book will always make sure that every chapter does end but it always ends with with a cliffhanger with something up in yeah. the air rather than and, down on the ground and that's really interesting because that's kind of servicing serving two purposes it's both chunking up the book into bite-sized chunks so that it does have a stopping point but it's also 
like overtly creating a cliffhanger to prevent you from using the stopping point or at least, or at least to get you to come uh, yeah, back tomorrow night. giving you a promise of something. So I wonder if you could design a really nice way of stopping a game where every time you quit, instead of having to quit from the main menu or from the XMB or from wherever, like from some meta game layer, but there's actually a quit option in the game. And when you press it, it gives you a little... I had survived the avalanches, but I knew my greatest challenge was yet to come. And it actually gives you a little oh, sort lovely. of, here's what's going to happen next time you play the game awesome. when you turn it off. Oh, that's awesome. Telltale, listen to that. Well, that I, great I still... to their last time on Telltale. I, so, I mean, I still really like the idea of... Oh, it, it, does that what Telltale... No, but they should. Yeah, yeah I was totally going to say, like, when, when, you, when you launch... I love the idea of telling you something before you quit, but I also love the idea of showing you something when you launch the game Which again to say what's happened before. Doing. Like The Witcher does that beautifully. It does. It's loading yeah. screens. It says, you know, we, we'd, we'd travel to the castle of Thingy to find the, the X of Y. Mm. And that's... I, I've got a lot of respect for that. That's it's brilliant. really classy. So the other thing that I'd love to see games do, and I can see why they don't, because I mean, when, you've, when you're developing a game, you barely have a budget to do what you, what you, all the features that need to go in. But I'd love to see a sort of a mini tutorializations. Um stage if it notices that you haven't played for more than two oh, weeks God, or yeah. something which is great for like us gamers who are like in our 30s or beyond who like have yeah. families and you might put a game down and if you leave a game for more than a month or two you literally cannot come back to it because you've forgotten <laughs> yeah. the controls you exactly. don't remember what's happening you cannot you... return to the tutorial without yeah. throwing all your progress right. away right so yeah. but you can't progress because the game exactly. is now too hard yeah, exactly absolutely exactly what's half-arsedly does that is the assassin's creed loading screen where you can run around this white empty box and room. just experiment with all the controls. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's probably not deliberately for that, but it is quite nice for just yeah. getting familiar with them again. But yeah, I'd love to see games doing more of that. Actually, it's mm. just it's just like I said, it's hard to budget for that kind yeah. of thing as a developer because yeah, there'd be lots of lovely ways to do it though. You know, if if you're loading a particular scene that needs like mechanics X, Y, and Z, you just make the loading screen ask you to do X, Y, and Z while <laughs> it's loading. So the Assassin's Creed scene, but it's sort of like rope over there, jump over that, and then crouch under this thing. Okay, you can play the level now. Yeah, that that's would awesome. be quite nice, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's really cool. Like and it, like, if you're a, if you're a season player, it'd be no big thing. Yeah, you just breathe. It's just it. yeah, and because it's in the loading screen, you mm. could ignore it even yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. It is sort of. It's hard to imagine anyone saying you want to spend ten thousand pounds to build what? <laughs> like, why would you do that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So the other game that we've been playing a lot recently is Thumper, um, me and Tom especially. Uh, it's a rhythm action musical game. Yeah. What's the term? <laughs> and, term it, for it. <laughs> and it does some nice things with levels. Like They're really simple. And they've got, so there's, um, I think there's about 10 chapters and each chapter has about maybe 20 different levels that all last about a minute. Mm. Um, and the levels repeat sections of which there are about 10 in a level mm. if you mess them up at all. So you just keep repeating the sections until you you attain sort of mastery. Yeah. Um, and what's really nice is that the entire thing continues. There's no nice stopping point between levels because mm. there's no loading scene. It just continues along the same rail. But then when you finish a chapter, it says, well yeah. done, you beat it, here's your score, press X to continue. That's a very yeah. clear stopping point. The game yeah, is so it's almost fine like it's got leaving there. It's so explicitly split into like sections and subsections, and it's kind of, you get to level 1.5, which you kind of see in quite a few arcade-style games, I yeah. guess, and it's definitely following in that kind of style and so when you reach the end of a broad section it's really clear that you've got you've made you've 
you've really accomplished something you've hit you killed the boss at the end of that section and now is a nice time to stop if you want to but it will mm. ca- carry on rolling on just sounds like army boot camp to me it's sort of <laughs> here's your reward you get three minutes of rest <laughs> and when you've had your rest get down and give me 50 <laughs> Well, you need the rest. You wouldn't yeah, do it without yeah, it. You probably do. And if you're told I, when to rest as well, that's important. Do you know whether it saves halfway through a chapter then? Yeah, it does. It saves okay, you so can they're quit all, between They're others. actually all stopping points then. Yeah, um, but some are more explicit than yeah, others. That's really nice, actually. That's yeah, good. it is. So I guess the interesting question to, to wrap up is, like, putting explicit stopping points in, is it, is it, like, is it something that people don't do out of lack of confidence or is it people don't do out of kind of a very real fear? Like, is I think, it I think developers mostly come back. Or? I think mostly developers don't really think about it. I think usually when you have stopping points in games, it's actually come out of the design because of something else that the developer is doing. Mm. Like, they necessarily have to split their game up into 10 levels because that's how they have to design it, that's how they have to build it. They need to create loading screens, they need to save at certain points. And the fact that that turns into a natural stopping point is actually, that wasn't the main purpose Mm. of what they were doing. I think I disagree with that. I mean, it's hard to say about games in general because they're all designed really differently. But I think it's... I look at game with good, I guess you call it reward momentum, where one turn blends into the next as a sign of basically excellent design. The game encourages you to keep playing, and that's yeah, a no, sign I, of so I, good a lot of the time. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I would say, yeah, the game's designers will definitely explicitly design to keep you playing and to keep well or at least not not in a bad way just in a let's keep the game interesting and flowing nicely yeah but that's actually the opposite of explicitly providing stopping points yeah right and i feel it's probably detrimental to the design a lot of the time because the whole i guess your emotions just plateau like everything Mm. just sort of resonates on the same level after a while because you've you've had too many emotional peaks or lows yeah and and maybe turns into mush maybe some explicit chunking of the game so that it's so there are clear segments might actually help people want to play the game more like mm. they might be more willing to pick it up if they know that there's a natural ending that right. they will get to because i think i probably have a fear of a game like Civ. yeah that i don't want to pick it up because the, the, it'll be really hard to get into but yeah. once i'm into it it'll be really hard to get out of and yeah. neither of those sound particularly enjoyable yeah yeah so I'm like I'm addicted to both Civ and Overwatch at the moment, and they are so different in how they do this. Overwatch is like I know exactly how much time investment each time I play will be. There's a very clear stopping point. You beat the game, it throws you all the way back to the main menu if you're doing a competitive game, whereas Civ will just keep playing forever. Like it, it's invented the just one more mm. turn thing. Um, and I think I have more respect for Overwatch in a way because it, I think it's really impressive that even though it seems to respect my time more, I still want to play it just as much as I do Civ. Whereas when I was playing a lot of Civ Five before Six mm. came out, I was beginning to feel quite bad about how much I wanted to play it. It was almost I think an addiction. You know, there's something really close between the one more turn design strategy and the monetization strategies of free to play apps. Mm. And you know, I've heard it said about things like Netflix as well that they're 
their goal is to make sure that you just keep going you, you keep mm. paying attention because yeah. that's what they get their money from ultimately but, is but your is attention it I never understood that about Netflix this is a bit of a tangent well I but... think the idea is that the more that you do that the more you incorporate into your daily life the less likely you are to cancel your subscription I, yeah, I think that's yeah, it but, I mean I, I think but this is a design strategy that I think people use for games like Tomb Raider as well despite the fact there's no in-app purchase that I've spotted there's no advertising mm. it's maybe just that sense that if we have your attention for a long time you're more likely to tell people about it or something mm. like that yeah. just just generally yeah. we're supposed to try and eat as much of your attention for as long as we <laughs> possibly can by whatever means necessary it only sounds evil when you put it like that though. <laughs> like if you're totally immersed in a film and it totally has all your attention that's such a good thing that's never a bad thing but suddenly we're delivering yeah, but, maximal but films, entertainment no yeah. but films have a fixed length I guess that's it it's yeah um, right so Netflix goes on forever there's an infinite amount of content I think it's all about the, yeah it's all about the way that you do it isn't it yeah. it's sort of it's whether you do it by making sure that you say because the ultimate way of keeping people playing is to say if you quit now you're going to lose all of your progress that's what the Dark Souls approach right <laughs> <laughs> we just don't give you save points and then you're going to keep playing and it will work if you can convince people to play it at all but it's definitely not particularly good yeah although Dark Souls does have good stopping points I think it's the same bonfire approach yeah but sure. you definitely wouldn't quit between unless you're rage quitting yeah it's frequent <laughs> <laughs> alright well speaking of good stopping points yes thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs>